Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really, really excited about episode number 30. I have a special guest in today for us. And so, hi, Pete. I'm welcoming you all the way from Tasmania. So I've got Pete on the phone today. How are you? Great, Jess. How are you? I'm good. Um, So I'll give you guys a little bit of a rundown around how I met Pete and, and what Pete does. And this is a really interesting topic that you guys probably, well, you may not expect from me, that's for sure. But I'm always here to add value to you in any way, way, shape or form. And when I come across people in my own life that add value to me or that have something interesting that they offer, it's always it. My, my first point of call is always, I should share this on my podcast if it can help somebody else. So, um, so Pete and I actually met at a recent personal development seminar workshop that I did. Um, anyone who follows me would know about it because we were on the mental clarity diet and it was a seven day long course with MJB seminars. And so, uh, um, Pete's, uh, you know, a like-minded guy who loves to invest in himself and in bettering, you know, his reality and his world, which is super awesome. Um, and Pete runs a business called the property wellness doctor. So, I am not going to explain too much to you guys. I'm really going to let let Pete do all, all a lot of the talking today. But when I heard about what Pete did, I was intrigued because the property that we currently live in, we definitely love the spot. We're near the beach and I personally get so much joy from living near the ocean and being able to walk to the beach. But at the same time, we had definitely experienced, and especially my hubby, had experienced quite a lot of um, just, I suppose, hard to put my finger on the word, but we definitely just felt like there was a bit of energy that was off in this home and it's a brand new home. So it was hard for me to understand how that could be possible. I didn't really know that people like Pete existed out in the world that could help people with their properties. And so obviously we got to chatting and I said, oh, we've always felt like there was a one or two things off here and there. So I might end up sharing a little bit about that as we have a conversation. But um but I like I said, I would love you Pete to really give people as much of your knowledge today because they get to listen to me every week. <laughs> um so Pete, can you give us a little bit of an explanation or tell everyone about what it is you do, how you got into being a property wellness doctor? And how long you've been doing it for as well? Yeah, yeah, we can we can go through through all that sort of stuff. 
So basically, I'm calling myself a property wellness consultant these days, but in fact, I'm a dowser geomancer, and as just said, I'm based in Tasmania, but I work worldwide via Google Maps and drone footage, etc. Now, the word dowser means that I use water dividing rods um, because science hasn't really caught up with what I do yet, and they haven't made any other instruments. And geomancy sort of means that I traditionally work with hidden earth energies, but uh, now I have to work with man-made or man-influenced stresses, sort of electromagnetic sort of stuff. A little bit about my background. I've had 35 years in the power industry in engineering systems and training, etc. And uh, about 28 years ago, thereabouts, I got challenged with chronic fatigue syndrome. And uh, being in Aries, I sort of never give up. And uh, I've been scouring the internet looking for solutions and discovered things like Qigong and Reiki and meditation and martial arts, quantum physics, and then finally dowsing. And uh, once I fixed my own place, then I uh, started back on my own wellness journey. And uh, I want to share it with other people. Uh, so it makes sort of sense, uh, Jess? Yeah, yeah. Um, and in terms of of what you do for people, when someone was coming to you to to say, okay, well, I feel like I might know what you do, but but how how do you attract um, attract business, and what are what are reasons people come to you to use your services? Yeah, okay, it's probably rather than trying to explain exactly what I do, sort of some of the scenarios about some of the things I fix might help. Would that be yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so we all know that property in our neighbourhood that just doesn't seem to want to sell, and when it does sell, it uh, the marriage breaks up and it's sent back on the market again. And uh, there's lots of energies in houses from previous tenants or owners of the house and people on the land, etc. I sort of liken a house to an old hotel mattress that's had everyone from honeymooners on it to someone that's probably carked it and all that energy's still in that house. Yeah. So uh, well, we know a family or a neighbourhood where everyone's well, unwell or uh, uh, suffering from depression or a couple where one half dies of cancer and the other half has similar problems sort of within six months. Mm-hmm. Um, sick trees with die-off and limbs falling out. Areas where crops are stunted, disease or um, infected with insects. You know, how you get that uh, tree in your front yard and the, the limbs are falling out of it. Um, yeah. Even people have got, often got hedges and things that have got gaps in them every, uh, every couple of metres and they're just... You, know, you replace the trees and you top up the soil and all that sort of stuff, but you can never fix it. Yeah. Um, and probably in the animal space, um, most equestrian people know when they've got horses in stables, sometimes they're in a particular stable and they always seem to get sick. Or uh, a nurse knows a jinxed bed that people sort of never seem to get well in or uh, yeah. more more often than not, that's the one that they seem to, to cark it in. Mm. Yeah, you sort of relate to some of that, Jess? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I know that when we got chatting when we were away at the seminar that we were attending, you know, we were talking about things and I had said to you, you know, there are there, there's something that I we couldn't quite put our finger on with our property. So it wasn't that we didn't, didn't love the home or where we were living, but... Um, Ryan, my hubby, never really felt like a hundred percent settled here, and that was that was something that I didn't really pick up as much as he picked up. And I know that 
you said to me, oh, it could even be as as simple as like which where the furniture's placed, which side of the bed someone sleeps on. All of those different things can actually have quite a profound effect on on how the the property and the history of the property can then affect you as a person, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so there's there sort of can be a bit of a feng shui effect of, of how things are placed and where they're placed, but uh, also a lot of the earth energies and things that uh, come up like beams on the surface and can upset our health. Mm. Um, particularly if you get a, a line running through the middle of your bed, uh, can be a barrier that uh, you don't cross and sort of takes the intimacy out of the relationship. Yeah, so, all those sort of things. Yeah, mm. yeah. No, it was interesting because um, we had Pete do some work on our house, and there was there was one. It was really funny because when we moved in here, we we had bought this lounge, and it was it was an expensive leather leather lounge, and you know we we loved the lounge, and in the last house we would sit on it a lot, and in the new house we never sat on it. Um, other people would sit on the lounge. Other people would be like, oh, yeah, let's all sit in the lounge room. But because we don't have a TV, it's not like we we get we get forced onto the lounge because of a TV, for example, watching a TV. So we – I just – it was like we never, ever sat on the lounge. And it seemed like the only time we ever did was when we would have like an intense conversation or an argument. And that was one thing that – when you sent me the like the reports, I suppose you would call them of what you'd what you'd picked up. It was pretty much like the cross section. You were like, "Oh, there's something going on there," and it was right where the lounge would be, pretty much. Um, and ever since that, you've done the work on our house. It's been, I mean, I must be honest, it's been difficult to pinpoint. You know, it's it's. I'm sure you have different people have different experiences, and I'd love to talk to you about that. But for us, there wasn't anything glaringly obvious that was going on. But at the same time, we didn't feel as comfortable in this space as we thought we should have. So it wasn't like you did the work and then the next day everything changed. You know, overnight. But over time, we've been noticing like shifts in things, uh, like spending more time as a family on that lounge. And I haven't spoken to anyone else, like my hubby and the kids about it. It's just been me knowing those that information, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And some of these things are quite subtle changes and other ones are quite, quite profound. It depends on how sick the house is and where the location of these things are. Mm. Um, I think you may have had a what we call a negative vortex um, in that sort of family area there, and that certainly uh, upsets the dynamic of the house mm. and uh, makes it quite a negative area. So it doesn't support um, good, robust conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And do you? Well, you kind of did talk to us because I've got a little list of questions here, but you kind of. You talked to us a little bit about some of the common things that would come up with properties, right? Like, like you were saying before, those those homes that never seem to sell. I remember years ago there was a cafe that was on a corner and it just changed hands every six to twelve months. It was always failing. Um, so I think about stuff like that and I think, oh, it's probably something that you would be able to work with. Um, but can do you have any stories that are noteworthy to share about like past? experiences that you've had with clients that you've worked with? 
Yeah, that, that one leads nicely into to one of my first ones on my list, actually. Cool. And a, uh, I, I like people watching, and I was in Melbourne in one of the alleyways there having a coffee, as we often do, and um, looking at there's three cafes there, and two of them were thriving. One was sort of very, very slow. They all had similar products, similar prices, similar staff. Yeah. And I remember saying to my wife, I reckon there's a negative vortex outside the front door of that cafe. And I happened to have my dowsing rods with me and I went up there and I checked it out in the alleyway and uh, and I fixed it. And the guy in the cafe where we were, we knew him reasonably well, came out and asked me what I did. Yeah. And uh, so I, I fixed that and we had a bit of a chat and uh, turned out that his daughter had a chronic illness and had a colostomy bag and uh, you know, a young lady is sort of not very, very nice at the early, early years of your life mm. or any time, I suppose, really. Anyway, the next day uh, he had me on a train and uh, his wife picked me up from the train station and we went and fixed his house. And uh, we found five sick underground streams crossing underneath this poor girl's bed. Mm. So, uh, yes, she had uh, like a chronic um, inflammation of the bowel type thing going on. So it wasn't very nice at all. Anyway, it was just just nice that that guy could actually, he actually teared up and actually gave him some hope. So the medical profession just hadn't had no more answers for him, mm. and um, yeah, I think really you, at best your property um, supports you as a place to rest and recharge, and then at worst it can be an additional stress and sort of could either be making you sick or preventing you from getting well. Mm. And by removing those stresses, there it gives them a chance to then start healing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right, I've got a personal account here too. My uh, my dad had bowel cancer about four years ago, and uh, I was actually able to show him where two stress lines crossed his bed, exactly where he had the cancer on his tummy. Oh and, wow! Uh, that that was a great uh, connection with us for me to actually communicate what I did, show mm. him some of the science behind it, and fix it. Mm. And uh, he had it operated on, and uh, he didn't even end up with any chemo. And, He's been well since, pretty much. Mm. So, so that, that's pretty amazing. Um, also, I had another lady down the hill, and I've got her interview actually on my website. Uh, she's living in a, a like a converted tin shed, sort of lined out type of place down the hill, and it's uh, uh, in chronic pain. Cause could never get well. The, the, the doctors were scratching their heads and. Uh, about to prescribe opiates, etc., for her, and she didn't sort of want to go on that sort of thing. Mm. Um, anyway, I found uh, lots of geopathic stress there. Walking around her garden, I could see all the trees and things that were struggling, and uh, we fixed it. And within about six weeks, she was um, almost back to normal. Wow! I, I think she still has a few ups and downs, and, and sometimes you, you know we need to maintain these properties. Things are changing all the time, but. Uh, it's just lovely to be able to help people like that when they've got no other hope. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, when you when you come across things like this, I is there any way that you can like avoid these issues, or is there any ever any cases where you would be? I know that for us, for example, you said or you mentioned that a house down the road from us had like some Aboriginal remains or some Aboriginal people had passed away there. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting cause every day I walk past that house to, to go for my walk. Um, 
and it, it seems like there's no sign of life in the home. Like it's all shut up and you never see anyone coming in and out. There's no cars. It just doesn't have a good energy about it at all. Um, and you know, obviously you can, you can make assumptions like you can think, oh, well, it's probably just some old guy that lives on his own and he's got not much need to go out, out and about, or you can think all sorts of different things. Um, but would you, would there ever be a time when you would say to somebody, I would get out of this home, I would move, um, or is there like a way to avoid it? Or do you feel like all properties have potential issues? It's just a matter of what we do to manage the properties and their issues. Yeah, we're probably going back several hundred years ago. We were basically nomadic tribes, and if we were at a place that sort of didn't support us, then we'd move on. We probably wouldn't stay in a place long enough to get sick, but uh, with our current societies, we... uh, We've got quite an investment in the capital of the properties we've bought and we can't afford to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, best best you have a look or get me to check your property out for you before you buy. We yep. can actually see what we're looking at and have a discussion about... Um, you know, mo- most things can be dealt with, but some things require a fair bit of maintenance as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, best to go in with uh, as much knowledge as you can get. Yeah. Uh, I actually believe in Europe that... Uh, when you get a, a new property, you actually get a dowsers report as well as a, a building inspection. Okay. So, so you actually know if someone's died in the house or um, what sort of earth stresses that you're actually moving into. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, so they're, they're a lot more switched on than what we are. Yeah. Um, I haven't found anything that I can't maintain, <clears throat> but there, there's certainly some things that, you know, if, if I had a chance, I would avoid them. Yeah. Stay away, stay away from those areas. But, uh, yeah, it's just a matter of how much effort you want to put in and need to put in to keep the place maintained to support your health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think for anyone that, that listens along to me and and knows about about who I am and, and the way that I consciously try to live my life is I think it's really important you know, I don't like to ever overwhelm people with information. And I think it's just like anything, you know, you can't, you can't, um, always eat a perfect diet. You can't always do everything perfect. It's like your emotions will go up and down all these things. But at the same time, we're super blessed to be in a world that there are, there's a lot of information out there, right. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot more awareness around things these days than what there was maybe 20 or 30 years ago. And so for me, I'm always conscious about being educated and being aware that, and and I suppose being in touch with my own consciousness and my own energy and all of those things so that I'm clear on how I'm feeling in my space. And so, cause I, I, I definitely am wary and this is something I thought about when I had you on of that. Yep. There's going to be people that are skeptical of it. And then there's also going to be people that are go going, Oh yeah, I need this guy to come right now and he's going to fix all my problems. So, you know, cause I'm sure you come across both, right? Yeah. It's, it's definitely hard to explain what I do. You've got to really experience it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Most people who experience it just keep coming back and, and refer me on, etc. Yeah. Um, you're just leading into, we talked about maybe talk about some history there, but yeah. um, when your house is full of these stresses that I treat, often it keeps your brain in the beta brainwave frequencies. 
that means you're stuck in paying the bills. You know, you're never actually in in that moment in that space. Mm. When when you clear the place, you can get into higher vibrations. Yeah, that's when you can plan and you can start to thrive. You, know, you have different conversations in the, in your house, etc. Yeah. Now, back back in in early Europe, the Romans built most of the roads through there, and they got thousands to actually plot those roads over underground streams. Now, whilst sleeping and living on an underground stream is not good for you, movement's good on it, and the, the moisture coming up meant that soldiers could march further in a day without getting fatigued. Mm-hmm. So then as history moves on, when you've got roads, then you end up with civilization. So people would actually build their houses beside the roads. So you find that the the poorer working-class type people would actually have those houses beside the road and they're actually in the stress of those underground streams. Yeah. So you get generation after generation after generation in that poverty mode mm. and never changing, the same people working in the same mine, doing the same jobs, etc. But the rich people had this knowledge and they'd actually have a long driveway and build their mansion several hundred metres away from the road. Yes. So you, you, you would drive through those places now and you think, oh, yeah, why are they doing that? But there's actually some reasons behind it. Mm, that's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's, and, and our society is just like fill the, the land with as much population as we can right now, right? So um, there's, not this, there's not this expansive point of view on, on how we go about building property right now. Yeah, if you look around your property too, that you'll find that um, there's other things that march on those uh, stress lines as well. You actually find that ants will actually march on a stress line. And most of the stress lines, if you look around the concrete into your house, there'll be cracks in your concrete where the, the concrete's cracked, but there's no actual displacement between the two sides of it. Mm. So, so if, you, if you know where to look, you can actually see some of these stresses around your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's really good information. Um, I feel as though, um, I feel as though you know, when you start, like you were mentioning about the beta brain waves and and things like that, I think that people are always looking for different ways to kind of improve their well being, improve their um, just their general feelings of contentment and happiness. And sometimes, you know, as a coach, I definitely know that sometimes you can, I mean, a lot of the time you can just immediately pick up and go, yep, there's something going on there. That's just not right. Sometimes you can shoot and work through things, but nothing's changing at the pace you want it to be. And do you think that that could relate the, like that could be something where if you feel like there's a, you've done a lot of work or you've, you've been trying to do things, but it's not working for you, that that's where something like what you do could help. Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. A lot of businesses that are stagnant, etc. They've just got these. They're full of these stresses. There's also a, a lady who actually convinced me to, to start doing this commercially. Um, mm. She'd moved. She's an alternative health practitioner, and she moved her business like about three or four kilometres, and uh, no one was turning up. Books were empty. It was mm. a thriving business. No one was turning up. And uh, a mate of mine got uh, asked to go up there and they were doing all sorts of saging and all sorts of stuff there and they gave up after about three days and uh, she said, Pete, come and have a look for me. And uh, I, I looked in there and, and solved the problems in there. They had a few ghosties and uh, some other yucky energies and things going on there and uh, I sorted it all out in about 20 minutes. And the uh, next day the uh, phones rang off the hook. Their books were full. Uh, obviously they're... Um, 
their clients were very sensitive people and uh, and they pick up on these energies even if they're not actually on the site. Yeah. Um, and the next day they were offering me money. Uh, and it was my mate's gig, so I let her take all the money, etc. Um, but then I thought, well, it's time to uh, time to start a business. Yeah. And uh, her being an alternative um, health practitioner, she says, Pete, I'll fix them in here. I'll send them home. They're broken again. Can you please go out and fix the houses for me? And we actually work very closely together. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's that's so that's so great. And I think that when people are going through different sets of issues it's just it's always important to be aware of what's out there and it's and it's always important to have people around you that can that can be more open-minded and that's that's one of the reasons I wanted to get you on I thought it would be an interesting conversation to have and um and I thought you know what there could be somebody out there that has literally just listened to this and gone I feel like you're talking to me um, I get it every week. Someone will send me a message and say, it feels like you made this podcast for me. I don't know why, but I needed to hear this information. And so, of course, that is why I wanted to get you on to potentially be able to help somebody who listens to this. Um, but I, um, you know, I think that it's it's almost it's almost a shame if you hear something like this and you, and you have that skepticism and you go, Oh, I just don't know about it. When, if you are going through some sort of pain and for me, you know, I could, I could sense there was a lot of turbulence. Like we had, you know, we'd been having ups and downs in our relationship and you know, that's, that's kind of normal stuff to be going through. Most people go through things like that. Um, but you know, one thing that I do, and I suppose I'll give you guys a little bit of Jess coaching for the day. But one thing I always do when I, when I go through my own ups and downs or when I feel some energy shifting is I start to go through my tool book, um, or my toolkit and I go, well, what are the tools? How, what do I know that can, that can help me here? And you guys know from listening to me for, you know, a fair while now on my podcast, my routines and my meditation and all of those things are super important. But then you do get to a point sometimes where you feel like, okay, well, I'm kind of good doing all this and I'm still not feeling things change. And I think that's where someone like you comes into the mix, Pete. And, and I, yeah, I would encourage anyone to, to reach out. I'll pop all of your contact info into the show notes anyway, so everyone can know where to find you. Um, and the great thing to know as well, as, as you guys know, I'm on the Gold Coast, Pete's in Tasmania and we met in Melbourne. Um, he can work remotely with the property. So that's super, super cool. I know that you've got clients overseas as well. Yeah. Ireland, Fiji, America. Yeah. Uh, New Zealand. They're all coming in every day. Yeah. And so yeah. then at the same time, if somebody is if someone's looking to purchase a property or even potentially like have a lease on a property, rent a property, you feel like this is the kind of thing that would be a really good investment for them to make prior if they were making oh, big decisions on things? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, I only charge about half of what my competition uh, charge because I, I want volume. I want more people out there getting well and making the right choices in their lives. Yeah. Um, healthy choices. Uh, and I only charge $56 to do a survey on a property. 
Okay. So yep. I, I can give them information on that and then I have a chat to them for probably 10 to 20 minutes about what I find and what we could possibly do and, uh, yep. and decide whether they want to go ahead with it or not. Yeah. I, I think I worked out with my clients the other day it, um, it costs to keep a property done and maintained. It costs about $8 a week. Okay. So That's it's awesome. only two coffees a week basically when you put it into terms and, and, and as we talk about these things just in the training we've done. You got to look at that long-term investment, not the uh, the short-term fix. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And of course, we're worth it. And and what have you got to lose? You know, it's only your health and your livelihood. And mm. well, it would be it quality would, of life. Yeah, I mean, it would be awful to think that there are people out. It's just like anything, right? You know. Um, you know, I've recently been been following someone who has um, who's been diagnosed with cancer and it's too young to have cancer, you know, shouldn't have lung cancer because it just doesn't make any sense. And so, you know, she's out there actively searching for everyone that can help her. Um, and it's just a shame if you don't, if you know information and then you don't follow through with it, right? If you, you know, I always say like once you know, you know, you can't unknow something. And, and I'm always about my long-term vision as a UP, we, we do our work, we do our personal, you know, human development. We, we make sure that we're as grounded and level-headed and we're working intelligently towards our goals. And, and a part of that is taking a hundred percent responsibility for where you're at in your life. And if something's not right is go and look for solutions. And yeah, this is changes. just potentially one of them, right? Yeah, definitely. Can you keep a little secret? Sure, but you're on my podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 right. I've got a huge vision, and 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 that's about having um, all the medical professionals, um, both alternate and mainstream, including assessment and treatment of environmental stresses as part of their diagnosis and treatment for chronic diseases. Mm, that so would that, be incredible. It's absolutely huge. Um, I think if we get a couple of court cases from uh, workplace sites where people can pin their, their illnesses down to the places they're working, etc., I think we'll get a lot more movement in this sort of space. Mm. You, you know, in the Workplace Health and Safety Act, we've got to provide a safe place of work, let yeah. alone a safe place to live. Mm. Um, and, and I think when people actually start to understand and experience some of the work I've been doing, and I'm not doing it new, people have been doing what I'm doing for hundreds of years, yeah. um, then people will think, well, I need to place my staff members in a place that, well, it's thriving to support my business, you know, healthy workers and you've got a healthy business, um, but it's also um, yeah, providing that safe place of work, which is yeah. something they don't need to be doing anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, that just gave me goosebumps thinking about that because, you know, we really do – I mean, it's always easy to look within and we always do say like go within, you know, don't don't look for all of your outside stresses um, or don't look to blame. But at the same time, taking responsibility for the environment that you're in um, is huge, you know. And well, they're putting I, cell towers on the top of all these buildings now that, that, that people are working out of. Yeah. Uh, I went to watch my nephew play soccer a few weeks ago and uh, – my wife was already watching the soccer. I'd been out working, and uh, as I walked up to the site, I could see uh, the top out of a pine tree. It was just all dead, mm. all, all dying. And I looked ten metres to the left, and there was a cell tower. Yeah. 
and uh, I walked over there, and it must have been on a magnetic line too, because I, I felt horrible walking up there. And uh, I fixed it as I went past, I put some some cures in there just as, just as I walked past. And wife didn't realise I was coming, but she turned around and said, "Oh, my headache's just gone." Oh wow! <laughs> she didn't see what I did, so. Well, she'd be lucky to have you around then, Pete. <laughs> Fixing <laughs> headaches. <laughs> she keeps me busy. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I think I also think about like little, like little lives, like our our kids and the well being of our kids. Um, again, you know, everyone who follows me or has followed me for a while, they know that I'm a spiritual person, and I I really value the the power of you know breath and meditation and and really being clear with your intentions and knowing who you are and and again um educating your family around this I I remember when you had a look at our house and you know you had mentioned things like well there was this many attachments to me and to Ryan and you know clearing the kids and doing all those different things um and we have to we have to recognize that yes, we are roaming this earth and we don't always have control over what, what's happening around us, but we can control certain things, right? And number one of them is where we sleep, where we, where we rest our heads at night and where we choose to prepare our meals and, and create connection in our home. And that's such an important responsibility. Um, no matter what kind of home we have, it doesn't matter if it looks good on the outside, whatever it is, what seems like a nice area, we've, it, I think it's a, almost a responsibility to, to make sure that we really protect the energy for, especially with the people that we love the most. Yeah. Well, they, they can't make the choices themselves, can they? So we're, they're, they're entrusted to us to make those decisions for them until yeah. they're uh, old enough, except to make their own decisions, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to share with the audience while we've got you? Um, probably just what I actually look for on the property or what I yeah. actually fix. Yeah. So, so, so basically I look for five main layers when I, when I go through the property. And that's one is to heal the land. Second is to make it safe for humans and animals. Yeah. Third one's about harmonising the energies. So these are stagnant energies from things that may have happened in the past or um, some some ghosties and those sort of things that might be hanging around. Um, removing influences that might be hindering prosperity. Yeah. And also some energies around the house that could be affecting your emotional well-being. So that by, by the time I tick all those off, um, usually the house comes up very nice and uh, uh, people start to thrive again and they start to get well and I've actually been helping some people up in Western Australia, some some mates of my brothers, and they've been having some depression and those sort of issues, and uh, yeah, they're noticing a difference within a couple of days of me treating their property. So mm. yeah, it's, it's it's a special job I've got, and that's why I've got to share it. Yeah, no, that's that's so great. Um, I I have thoroughly enjoyed having a a bigger chat to you about it as well, and I'm so happy that we have got this recorded so that potentially um, you can help more people and. Uh, like I said, guys, I'm going to pop all of Pete's information into the show notes for this episode so that you can go and find Pete. Um, and if you guys want to leave a review, I know Pete checks them out. He's left me a couple of reviews on my podcast. So go and give some feedback because it's always nice when we, especially when we have guests on that, we 
share the love and, um, let them know if it's resonated because, um, and obviously refer people on. If you know anyone that you feel is, is in a property or is just in a funk or in a state of life where things just don't seem to be flowing on, on any level, then send them across so they can have a listen. Um, thank you so much, Pete, for joining us today. I greatly appreciate your time and sharing with the audience. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, yeah, really, uh, really chuffed that you actually invited me on, and uh, I love listening to your podcast as well now. And I've got my wife listening, and I'm starting to forward around the family as well. So you need to keep up the good work as well. Oh, thank, thank you, you so Pete. <laughs> Thanks so much. I appreciate that. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the abundance hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.